Welcome into episode three of the Embrace the Grind podcast. We're finishing out the week strong here on the podcast with my man, Ryan Hermes, the main man, Big Herm. And today we are talking about really just his life as a college athlete, what went down in the season last year, what's happening now or what's not happening now due to the coronavirus. Maybe will that affect anything that happens in the season, his school and his or his school and his football balance the day in the life of being a college athlete so make sure you subscribe and you comment and review the podcast that would mean a lot to me you can check out all my work on lucascaser.com with links to my other work and you can follow me on twitter at caser underscore lucas and let's get into the intro Welcome in, everybody, to episode three. I have my man Ryan here. He is going to basically walk us through the life of a collegiate athlete, um, NAIA in Iowa. Um, I'll let you introduce the school and all that stuff. But basically, we're just going to interview him, see what it's like um, in the past, what it's like this year, especially how it's going to change things. So, Ryan, uh, how you doing? Introduce yourself, your school, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, so, my name is Ryan. Uh, I'm a junior at Grandview University in Des Moines. We are a NAIA school, like Lucas said earlier. Um, you know, um, I'm a kinesiology major there. Um, my career, um, football-wise, though, uh, as a freshman, I joined, uh, came in, joined the team, and I traveled and played about 12 snaps all year. So I wasn't getting much playing time, and then. Going into my sophomore year, we graduated all five starting offensive linemen. Um, so I came in and started all 14 games for us. Um, uh, this year, we got to the semifinals, lost in the semifinals in a really close game. Um, looking forward to this coming year as a junior returning. We're still returning all five starting offensive linemen from last year, so it should be a really good group, and we should be doing really good. So excited for this year and uh yeah for the, that's been my for, the career, so. for the people listening on podcast they can't see you so you're not a running back you forgot to mention what position that you play oh yeah i'm an offensive lineman i play i play guard or tackle. i'll play anywhere besides center so yeah have you so you used to have experience playing the, the qb position but uh, from what i understood that guy they got put on the shelf real quick or something like that I mean, it, it was seventh grade. I played one game because our quarterbacks couldn't take a snap. You know, they got to bring in the fullback so he could take some snaps. And I played one half at quarterback in seventh grade, and then uh, it was to the line for the rest for the rest of my career, I guess, I'm playing uh, yeah. the line unless they want to move me to tight end, which I'd be willing to move to tight end if you want to. Yeah, you do got some – you got some, but I don't know, probably. tight end hands maybe, I guess. I don't know if they're really great, but they're definitely I'd decent. Catch. All righty. So we will just hop right into – all right. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, We'll hop right into kind of talking about just sort of camp. That's what is first, I guess you could say, in in everyone's Mm -hmm. football career. So camp, um, we can talk about in the past. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit different, so we can lead into that too. So just in the past, really – I mean, you don't need to go super in-depth. Like how how much do you guys practice? Kind of what is it like? Um, And probably like your favorite part about it. Yeah. Um, so camp is really just about a month or so of just practice and film and practice because we're not, we're not in school yet. So it's just practice, film, lift, everything. 
but you get used to it after a while. But um, basically, we'll practice in the morning, um, film, lift, something like that. Um, sometimes we'll do like a walkthrough or a night practice. It just depends on the day, how the morning practice went, how our coaches are feeling about it. Um, then usually once we get like the second weekend, we'll start scrimmaging on around uh, the second and all our scrimmages will be on Saturday. So it'll be a full week of practice. Um, then we'll scrimmage. And then sometimes usually we're lucky enough to give us Sunday off. So that's really nice. Give you a, a day to recoup your batteries, get back everything back on track. Um, it's really camps. I would say camps, it's a love hate relationship you have with camp. Um, you love it because you're getting right back into football season always. Um, you hate it because you're also getting right back into football season because you're getting back in shape, you're running and doing all that. Um, but then you also got to love it because you're getting all the new guys. And since nobody else, all, well, at Grandview at least, there's only three other sports that are on campus uh, soccer and volleyball. So, Really, it's a lot of just football guys and bonding with your guys, which is super fun. That When we're not on the practice field, we're usually in somebody's dorm room, somebody's apartment, just chilling, hanging out. Uh, so that's – I like camp. And then the one thing that kind of sucks about camp is it gets long, and it gets long days, long hours. You're putting in a lot of time to get ready for that season. But it, it all is worth it in the end. So, so yeah. So with camp, it's obviously a lot of new kids coming in and stuff. So is that a lot of uh, install or is that like a summer thing usually where you should know that when you come in or kind of um, – because obviously I got to split in high school. We played together mm -hmm. um, and I haven't played college football. So I don't know the – how does like the dynamic of that work? Are you expecting yeah. to know everything when you come or – I mean, they'll, they'll send the playback out earlier. Um, but, you know, compared to high school football, college football is a little bit more – you get into a lot more schemes and stuff, running the ball, passing and all that. So, I mean, we send the playbook out and you should somewhat know it by the time you come in. Um, but there's little nuances in every little play. So uh, the first couple, like the first week or so of camp is just getting back into it. Everybody's just short, you know, it's long practices, but we're rebuilding everything that we were going over during spring ball or for the new. So, for the incoming freshmen, they haven't played since obviously last fall. So they've had a whole year off without doing any football compared to us that we've had spring ball. So usually we do a full team practice. And then sometimes before practice, they'll do like a 30 minute or four, for 30 to an hour long practice of just all the newcomers. And then they'll go through plays. They'll go through footwork stuff. So then we don't have to do that as a whole. So we can, so the older guys that are actually going to be playing can get to work on other things. So it's, it's actually, as a freshman coming in, it's a lot thrown out at one time. Um, and if anybody that's going into play college football is listening to this, just take it all in, relax. You'll be fine. You'll get everything down and just relax, stay calm, do what you're told, everybody. Don't be scared because the, the, especially the upperclassmen, they've been there before. They've been in your shoes. They're not going to be there to mess with you. and They're going to be there to help you. So if you have questions, just go ask them because that's the biggest thing you can do is build relationships with the upperclassmen. 
because they know <laughs> what to do. So one last thing on camp. So how much, like realistically, how much of camp do you think is necessary, you could say, because um, that will lead us into kind of the dynamic of camp right now. How much is necessary, do you think, for like the teams to be, maybe your team or just in general, the league to be like up to par um, in terms of play calling, chemistry, um, all that stuff? Honestly, it's a month or th- three, three to four weeks, honestly. Because um, that first week, you're just getting back in. You're just installing. And then second and third weeks is when you're really starting to get hard, get back into it. And by the, the end of the third week, mid-fourth week, you should be ready to go. Um, but, like, that's the one thing, too, that camp does is if you're not sure, camp will help decide who's going to play basically that, that, that year. It's going to mm-hmm. decide who's starting, who's not, who needs to play JV, who needs to just sit out, redshirt him, all that. So that's what camp is for. And with a shortened down camp, it kind of, you know, should we expect that we shouldn't – every team should be coming out as hot or not? Um, I don't know. Uh, I think it all depends on, like – so, like, our team, we're returning a lot of guys, which is good, and it's good going to be good for us going into the year because we've all played together. We've all played as one unit before. So it should be pretty easy just to get get everything back under us, and then we should be good to go. But for teams that, you know, our new teams don't have a lot of returners, you know, it's going to be a difficult – it's going to be a learning curve to get into. Yeah, I think we'll see continuity a lot in the NFL this year too. Um with especially a lot of the moves that happen, I think we'll see kind of similar to probably what you guys will expect. You won't have to teach starting offensive linemen what to do. You won't have, I mean, obviously you'll teach the backups and stuff, but you won't have to expect them to learn a whole new offense in what sounds like half the time. I think like really, I mean, I know you guys are replacing the quarterback if I remember, right? Nope. We're oh, no. returning okay. our quarterback. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys would be fine. Obviously like skill positions here and there maybe, but it sounds like you won't need to, mess around with the chemistry as much as other teams might be. And I think, we'll, like I said, we'll see that in the NFL this year, the first couple of weeks, because um, that is mm-hmm. crucial time, especially when you're professional. You need the whole summer. You need the whole year, really, to get acclimated to your team and all that stuff. So, um, yep. so ob- obviously, you said the offseason as of now is shortened. Uh, you ought to know for sure when or if or how that's going to work with the season. Um, but has there been anything big that's been canceled um, that normally – you think helps the team in general? Uh, honestly, no. Um, not really. I think it's just going to be – we'll have time, so just go into it, and it'll it'll all be fun, you know. Uh, usually those first couple games that you play anyways are going to be pretty good. So as long as we can get in there and get our work in, you know, it's it, everything will be fine. And I don't know if I mentioned this but before, but – Grandview, we were lucky enough that we actually got two weeks of spring ball practices in before all this COVID hit, um, which is huge for us because even like our new guys that are coming on, they're going to play. They, they get they had time to get with us and we worked together and started building those bonds, you know, because some teams usually usually most teams start spring ball after spring break and you mm-hmm. know nobody went back to school so. We got lucky with that, so that was really good for us that we got that. And you got the whole the whole spring ball section in, or whatever you guys normally. Would uh, do. No, we we usually do four weeks of spring ball, so we got half of it, which is still 
a lot more than most teams. Yeah, two, so. yeah, two more weeks than most teams would have got together. That would be huge, too, especially because they can take – like, say, I don't know, a freshman gets to come to that and they get a take home. They know at least what they need to be doing instead of getting a piece of paper yeah. saying what the, what the schemes are and stuff. So that's that's good for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so how much – how many – uh, like I said, we don't know if you're going back, but as of now, how many weeks of camp are you losing so far? Uh, we don't know yet. You don't even know, like, exactly, yeah. So I think that's something that'll, like, I don't know. We'll have to see, I guess. I mean, the fair just canceled if you live in Iowa, so that's definitely a big indicator of what maybe to come, I guess we could say. But I think um, I, with all the other – It's yeah. just – it's just – it's a weird situation that's going on, especially in Iowa right now, because the governor's opening everything up to full capacity. Um, but yet she cancels the fair. So it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a weird. And, you know, I wish we could just do this, but it's up to the NAI to decide for us, which honestly for us um, is pretty good. So um, we are not affiliated with the NCAA at all. Um, if you didn't know that already by – referencing the NAI, but, you know, one thing that I think that is good that's coming from us being our own body, governor, governing body, is I think the NCAA is honestly primarily just focusing on Division One football, and maybe not even FBS or F, FCS or which one yeah. is it? Uh, it's, Division uh, One FCS, yeah. yeah. FCS. Um, you know, they're worried about getting the, the money from the Division One, so you know, with us being the NAI, I think they're focusing on us and they're not going to care about what the NCAA does with Division Two, Division Three, Division One AA guys, you know, mm-hmm. as long as we have our season, you know, it doesn't really matter. And I'm not going to say that, you know, we get tons of fans, but we fill, we fill stadiums, but, you know, yeah. I think we have enough fans that go that they could socially distance and we could just have a normal season. That's yeah. That's from, my feelings on it. Personally, I don't think NCAA or college football is going to happen. It sounds like a lot of players, a lot of schools today, they've had cases of COVID. I just don't see it happening personally. I know I mean, Iowa State. Yeah. Iowa State, I saw that. They had a shrinking conditioning coach test positive and more athletes show symptoms. So it's like, it's, it's something that we're going to live with. Um, are people scared of it now? Yes. Um, the flu, it's the same thing, you know. we got to start getting back to normal, you know. If people do catch it, you know, move yeah. on. It'll, it'll yeah. be fine. We just, everything, once everything starts getting back to normal and people will calm down about this whole thing, everything gets back, then we can start getting into football. But I think there's going to be a season. I hope there is. Um, you know, it's it should be – Good. Just, you know, let's just yeah. let us play football, please. Be For fun. sure. All right. We and can, we can, move. I think, I, yeah, you're good. All right. I was just going to say, we can move back to last season if we want to talk about football that actually happened. Um, so we're not <clears> talking yes. about potential football. So you guys, um, you won the conference or division or whatever, whatever you play for. You won that. So you went undefeated yes. in the regular season, correct? Yep. Yep. So our division is the heart of America split into the North and South. We are in the North. Uh, so for our first five or six games of this, or no, for our first five games of the season, we play the South teams, um, and then uh, the other half of the regular season, we play the North teams and 
technically the North games are the only ones that matter, but they all mm-hmm. matter. Um, so the North games, we when we win the conference, we win the North division, but we did go undefeated this year, so we technically won the whole heart of America conference. So, so you got the one – oh, no, you didn't get the one seed. Or you maybe no, you got the we, one seed. We got the three seed. Okay, so how does – the playoffs. So the playoffs, is that – um, just your conference, or I know it's kind of mixed because you travel sometimes. So how does that kind of work? Uh, so for the NAIA, sixteen teams make it to a bracket, um, and then they get seeded and you play. Um, but so there are 12, 12 conferences. If you win your conference, you get an automatic, you get automatic bid, and then there are four at-large bids. So usually there's Usually a team from our conference, an extra team from our conference gets in. Um, and one or two extra teams from the uh, Chicagolands, or it's a Chicagolands one. It's, they're a pretty good conference, too. We used to be in it until we moved to the heart. Um, and then usually just some random team from somewhere. Usually one of the southern schools gets into at with an at-large bid. So that's how – the playoffs go. Um, and then usually uh, the way they seed it down is it's geographically. So, you know, we're the four seed, but we, we're not going to play. We're not going to play a team in the South and they're not going to travel with us. But it, it does get a little interesting because technically we were the three seed and then we had to play the one seed in the semis. So just because we were closer to them and, the other two teams were closer. So instead of paying for us to travel, they did that. So, you know, after you get seeded, it's all about uh, geographics, basically. And then they'll reseed every round based on geography. So is there with, – with that, is there normally you could say a gap from, like, the one to the 16 seed in terms of, like, talent or – like, my thinking is maybe they do that because they think the one through 16 are all pretty – evenly spaced out to where it's not going to matter who um, you play? Yeah, I, that too. But, I mean, there are some – there are some worse conferences. So, you know, I mean, I think our one – the one seed, the guys that won, won like 64 to nothing or something. Okay. The so first round. Against, so, yeah. there, there is a difference. But once you get to the – uh, quarters and semis, it's pretty good football. So you guys made it – so you had two playoff wins and you got to the semis? Or Yep. Can't do my math, right? So you guys yep. steamrolled up until then, if I remember right, right? Uh, in the playoffs? Yeah, you you guys won pretty pretty easily the no. first game. Oh, really? No. Uh, first, the first playoff game, we won 30 to 31. 31 to 30 because we blocked PAT that we, oh, we blocked. Yeah. Um, and then the second one we won, I want to say 27, 14. Okay. Um, yeah. And then the third one, semifinal game, we get to play. Had the lead. Yep. The national champions, we lost them. We had a, uh, really good chance to win. We were up at halftime and then we lost, we got down we had, we were driving with a minute left. Um, and our receiver fumbled it, 
and I'm not going to blame him for fumbling. He had he was in triple coverage, got the ball, and you know I'm not going to blame a guy for trying to make a play. But you know, for sure, it's, so, it's all good. It, you know, everything's we did it happened for a reason. So, is there uh, cool. is there pre preseason rankings as of now? Like, are you guys pretty high? Or? They um they're not out yet. I'm assuming that we'll be pretty high, just because of where we finished. But if not, you know, I always think it's uh, I think it's better to go into the season uh, rated lower than what you want. Because um, mm-hmm. then, I mean, I don't really care. Seat us as high as you want because, you, you know, we're going to have a target on our back no matter what because we went undefeated in our conference last year. So people are going to want and going to give us the best shot every time. So, you know, I don't really care. Um, but I think we'll end up being pretty high. So. Alrighty. So another thing that I think was interesting um, was was the weightlifting aspect of it. I don't want to say anything, but I lifted more weights than you out of high school, and then now you're humongous. So how did, what was kind of the routine like, and kind of how did that um, develop? Because I know you're also a like strength intern, um, so you kind of took a role in the role yeah, yeah. of it. So kind of how does that all work? Yeah. Uh, well, so. Especially so coming in, I I got the chance to lift since I live close. I lifted going into my freshman year. I lifted the summer with them, and you know that kind of set the tone. Um, and just the difference, you know, between a high school strength staff who might just be a PE teacher or a coach, and a collegiate strength staff who actually is certified and knows exactly what to do because they've been all around in this profession. Um, you know, a uh, combination of that um and then as a freshman you're lifting three times a week in season uh so just lifting all that and then like it's just it's different because um you know your your body is completely different from high school to college you're, you're training so much harder in college you know uh my first my first off season and your the first off season is where you see the most growth mm-hmm. like because I my back squat went up a hundred hundred and yeah. some hundred and some pounds in a, just shy of through two and a half months. Yeah, because remember we would we would lift together, or we did, uh, kind of going out of our freshman or freshman mm-hmm. year, going out of our senior year, and I, I would say it was close. I guess what we were lifting. Then I remember obviously we couldn't lift together because you were at school and then come back and mm-hmm. it was you were yeah this is huge. So I think you definitely saw a. Um, a difference in that. Yeah. I mean, I, I also think it's kind of the schedule we were on. We didn't really lift in season. Like, we just kind of did a lot of mobility, yeah. light lifts, but then obviously mm-hmm. it sounds like you guys are actually lifting um, in season yeah. too. Yeah, uh, definitely. That that also helps because in full years, you're training all year round, mm-hmm. nonstop, you know, just trying to get bigger, faster, stronger all, all the time. So. so then so then now you're a intern um, – with the strength staff, probably you have obviously barely done much so far up to this year, just due to the coronavirus. But how does mm-hmm. that work um, in season, summer? So, like, what, like, what is your role, I guess, and what do you uh, exactly do? Yeah, so I, I, I help coach in the weight room. I, I help coach our athletes at Grandview. Um, if you couldn't tell by this, uh, I want to be a strength and conditioning coach in the future. It's a role I would like to do. So, just doing this now, setting a foundation, learning. Um, I do we read books together um, about this and we talk and just taking in all the knowledge about the strength and conditioning aspect 
being a collegiate strength and conditioning coach is basically what I do. Help coach, coach a few groups, and it's a really good time. So, sure, yeah, I think that's yeah. definitely something we both, uh, I guess, like to do too. So I think it's it's cool that you're a part of that. Um, so obviously, you go to school and then you're an athlete. So how does um, how does that balance work um, in season? Because obviously, I just do school and then mm-hmm. work, and you're but yours is school and. Uh, football obviously so how does yeah what do you find tough or easy or how how does that kind of work for you um it's actually you know once you do at least one semester of this you kind of get used to it um i during in season with school i try to only take about 12 credit hours which is about four classes um so i mean i'm definitely not taking the load of classes that i could be if i was a full-time student i'd probably take I don't know, 14, 16 credits. Um, but so those classes are my focus, four classes, two, uh, two every day, you know, in and out of the classroom, staying focused, watching film. So I find that lessening the load of classes on me is pretty easy to get all that schoolwork done and have it ready and at the best quality. And then I'm also ready to go on the field. Because then once the spring semester comes, I'll be taking five to six classes, anywhere from 15 to 18 credit hours. So, you know, the spring's a whole different beast, but in season, less and low because we got to focus. I like to focus on football a little bit more, you know, student yeah. athlete. It's just it's just a lot easier to balance things if you have not that many classes. Mm-hmm. For sure. That makes a lot of sense. So um, that basically wraps it up for all the questions. So we can maybe go into – I don't know, maybe like some, some goals. Um, so obviously you have two years left, so maybe I, I would say you probably want to win a championship and stuff like that. But there is there anything bigger? Uh, I don't know, maybe you want to play football after, stuff like that. Or obviously you talk about the strength stuff, so kind of where do you want to see it in two years? Um, you know, in two years I would like to, uh, you know, as a team, as a team goal, I'd like to be national champions. That would be number one goal. But number one goal is win win the first game, every game, take it one game at a time. Um, and obviously I have a goal, a uh, personal goal. I want to be all conference. And then by my senior year, I want to be an all American. Um, and it's going to take a lot of hard work to get there, but I'm putting in the work for it. Um, you know, and then, you know, if I do get the opportunity to play at the next level, um, I will think about it. Um, you know, one thing that I would like to say, like college football, it's, it is a lot. And, you know, people say like they get burnt out, you know, if you manage it right, you know, who knows? I might be burnt out by the end of my senior year. Who knows? But uh, if I do get a chance, I would have to think it over a lot because not only is football hard, it takes a big toll on your body. Um, and, you know, I only played 14 games so far and I, I can feel uh, each one of those 14 games and all those practices on the ground yeah. my body. So, uh, yeah, so there's that. And then, you know, get a job somewhere, go work, you know. Be a, be a real person, I guess, awesome. be a grown-up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. do do normal people things, not collegiate athlete things. You know? so yes, all right. We will, I have a couple questions here to end it off, some fun ones. So, first off, what's your 40 time? And I put no line because there's no line yeah, here. Um, I'm, if I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't ran a 40 since high school. Probably not um, me either. Yeah. I can give you uh, 
my vert that works. Sure, I don't really sure. Yeah, twenty three seven. So I don't. Is that a lot? I don't really know. Uh, it's, it's 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 okay. It's not not good. Not great. Not okay. Terrible. It's 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 okay. Uh, I bet I I would say if I ran a forty right now, I'd probably run like a a five two five. Okay, that's not terrible. That's not. It's, it's not. It's not terrible, but uh, nowhere near uh, like a guy that's going in the NFL. Yeah, like Tristan Wirfs run like a four six or something stupid mm-hmm. like that. And he yeah. weighs like a couple like thirty, maybe. I don't you know, know. A couple forty, fifty, sixty pounds heavier than me. So. Yeah. All right. If you um, if you had to play one position that any position on the field, no matter talent, whatever, what what would it be and why? Uh, quarterback. You just want to be the be the top dog. I mean, you get all the you know as an offensive lineman, you don't get a you don't get a lot. You know, nobody really cares about you. No hype. That's fair. No I was hype. a quarterback in my younger years. Yeah. I'm undefeated. Just yeah. See, like I don't know. Uh, I play. I'd love to play receiver. I feel like that'd be fun to do. <laughs> Catching balls. Yeah, I guess. Running I don't know. Breaking guys off. Yeah, you I, are I pretty. Think, yeah, you are pretty elusive. So maybe that would pretty, maybe that would pretty work shifty. Out. Yeah. I don't know, a quarterback or uh, quarterback or wide receiver for sure. I wouldn't play right. defense. And then, what is your favorite pregame snack or meal? And then your favorite postgame snack or meal? Mm, pregame. <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. Uh, I get Hy-Vee breakfast pizza. There you go. Uh, for home for home games, I, I stop at Hy-Vee Gas, get a slice of breakfast pizza and an energy drink. And uh, that's the pregame meal. Uh, on the road, whatever the uh, hotel has, it's pretty good. Usually you go to biscuits and gravy or a waffle. Yes, uh, waffle with, like, peanut butter. You know, get some, yeah. get some good food in there. No yeah, uh, post-game. post-game. Yeah, um, big pizza guy. I love pizza after a game. It's, it's fun. The way to go. It sounds like pizza's the way to go, I guess. Yes. All right. Pre and post, yeah. It works. All righty. Well, Ryan, thank you for coming on. I'm sure we'll yeah we'll uh we'll get some more episodes or something going for oh, sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Thanks for thanks for having me. It's, it's a good fun time. Talk. Let's talk about some like golf or something because apparently we're golfers now. I guess. Oh yes, we are golfers, and I am okay. We'll see. We're playing this. Well, I guess when they're hearing this, we played last weekend. I guess. Well, uh, we can we can update you. Maybe check in every once in a while with our progression. Hey. We, uh, my team won because I'm good. True. Alrighty. I care. For everyone, for everyone listening, uh, subscribe down below, or if you're on YouTube, I guess subscribe and go follow down the podcast below. Yep. down yep. below. And we will see you guys next time.